Hi there, this is Bernie Pereira and in today's episode I'll share a little more about my early life as a corporate account manager and an exciting offer to help today's business owner looking at hiring remote sales skills based on my experience cold calling for over 70 clients across 14 different market segments. Welcome to Learn, Act, Grow, a show for today's entrepreneur living in the fast-paced digital world. This is a podcast of interviews and insights based on over 20 years B2B sales working for over 70 small business owners across different markets. Hey there friends, my name is Bernie Pereira a business owner of a sales agency working at home, mother of two with a special set of skills, (laughs) sales skills. So while I continue to build a program of shows focused mainly on helping the business owner increase their sales and client base through smart outsourcing techniques, I would like to share a little more about me and how my career in sales started. So my parents migrated to New Zealand for a better standard of living. We didn't move around much so I went to the local kindergarten or preschool, the local Catholic primary school, the local all-girls Catholic college and yes you guessed it, the local university. I left university six years later with two degrees a Bachelor in Education and Sociology, and an MBA in Entrepreneurship. I remember my final year project was a business plan for a cottage industry, custom clothing for the plus-sized person. In true startup fashion, the garage was the location of the new business, and expansion plans were to sell these clothes for the average size person to the department stores. But my first job was actually working for a technology company. They they were the largest telecommunications company in the country. And in a matter of months, it and the industry was deregulated. A new internet company was added to the group, creating more technology solutions to our customers. Mobiles were on the rise. And I grew up using the words convergence, ISP, outsourcing, managed services, and e-commerce as part of my everyday language. But I'm jumping a little ahead of myself. I didn't start in sales. I was part of this company's two-year graduate program where every six months I would rotate and work in a different department. At the end of the two years, I would put forward to the HR director where I wanted to stay and pursue a career. So I started my first six months in finance, auditing executive expense claims. Now, if Captain America was there, he would have said language every five seconds, as my manager there had a very limited vocab, and every second word was F this. F that and F no way. (laughs) I was given an expense account and travelled to all of their regional offices looking at expense claims, 
entering data into spreadsheets, noting anomalies, and calling senior execs to provide explanations for the anomalies. It didn't matter that I was new and on a graduate program, figures were figures. And when they reached a certain point, they triggered explanations. I think we were seen as internal affairs and a few of the people there loved this power trip. My second rotation was in marketing. Now these people were younger, they looked busy, almost clicky how they spoke and thought, but the constant research, the writing of plans and campaigns, and what I thought need this need to be praised for every little thing they did was weird. There was no travel, there were no expense accounts, and it always sounded like they needed approval for everything they did. The six months went by slowly. It wasn't exciting. And so I didn't mind so much when the third rotation came up. My third six months was working in one of their retail stores. I was there to help staff on the shop floor look after the walk-in customer. And this is when I started to enjoy being in a position where I could actually help someone. Whether it was helping them decide on a new phone, fax machine or process their payments, I enjoyed the contact. It didn't take long when thinking back to my marketing stint of writing campaigns that I proposed to management and was approved to run a mini sales campaign to make that store, and I think there were five to ten others in the city at the time, the best in terms of sales made and customer service ratings. So I had balloons filled with helium and lollies in bowls placed around the shop to make it look less sterile and more inviting. Portable display stands with posters of daily specials and promos were set up for customers who were lining up to pay their accounts. There was also a guess the number of jelly beans in a jar at the payment area. Back in the, uh, the staff rooms, I put up charts, tracked individual salespeople's results, so there were individual prizes given out when targets were achieved, as well as a group prize of a paid lunch for the whole team. It was an enjoyable six months, and it was my first exposure to sales and customers. In my final six months, I was given the choice to go back and work in one of the previous rotations. I decided, however, to stay in a sales environment, but this time it would be with the sales teams that looked after business customers, not the walk-in, solopreneurs, mainly residential client customers. I worked as one of two account supports for the corporate account managers who looked after portfolios of business clients. This team was made up of seven men and one woman. And in my mind, they remind me now of Wall Street brokers. Each were impeccably dressed. They wore sharp suits, well-groomed, loud, and acted more as employers 
than employees. They sold products and services, effectively writing their own paychecks and earned huge quarterly bonuses. They were forever entertaining clients at hospitality events and I was sold. I wanted to be a corporate account manager. However, I was an account support and as I hadn't sold anything to a business, I had made a few sales at the retail shop, but not enough in terms of uh, what I would say an actual sales background. I asked my sales manager what I needed to do to be one of his account managers. Now, like all sales managers, he gave me a challenge along with a sales target. The sales I made would count towards the team's revenue target and I was to call customers in an account manager's portfolio and sell fax maintenance services. Don't know what that was, but it didn't matter. (laughs) For every $7,000 worth of fax maintenance services, he would reimburse me the cost of a dinner for two. The value of each dinner was up to $200. So it was a pretty good incentive. Now, I had no idea what a maintenance service comprised of. But I knew about ROI and break-even points. So I built a simple ROI ROI model comparing casual call-out rates versus having a fixed-term maintenance agreement. I knew the number of visits that had to be made before it was financially viable to be on a contract instead of a casual rate. I then filtered the portfolio customers above this point and sold them on how much they would actually save. Over a four-week period, I sold nearly $30,000 worth of fax maintenance contracts. So I was reimbursed the cost of four dinners for two. Now, believe me, there were at least three courses per each of those dinners, complete with wine. Lobster, I, from what I can recall, was the main on two of those dinners. The account managers loved the additional revenue towards their targets and twice the sale served as a lead-in for the account manager to meet the CFO or IT manager I had sold to and who would be there signing the one or two year fax maintenance service contract. My six months in corporate sales flew past and so ended the two-year graduate program. But my career path of B2B sales was set. I became soon after a field exec in the small business area and I was given an expense account, a company car, mobile, laptop and for the next nine years as I advanced into corporate sales I had replaced these dinner awards with overseas paid trips awarded yearly to its high sales achievers. They were good times. They were great times. In a time when dot-com was all the rage and I had moved into what they called 
the advanced sales team dealing with e-commerce and outsourced managed solutions, I was headhunted by a tech company in New York who flew me over for a final interview and offered at the end of the interview a business development management role. It was a month after returning home that the software company downsized in the midst of a dot-com crash. So the job offer was placed on permanent hold. A few months later, 9-11 happened. I hadn't resigned when I returned from New York, but I did resign not long after when I was headhunted once again and offered a corporate sales job for a tech company in Sydney. My last day of work in New Zealand was Friday and I started my new job in Sydney on Monday. I worked six more years as an employee but I was restless about my career and questioned whether this was what I really wanted to do. Working from home as an employee had become more common and when I was on the road driving the long distances to see customers in rural Australia, I had already structured my life to seeing work not as a place to go to, but what I did. I also thought about my final entrepreneurship project and how I felt researching and writing a business plan from the point of view of being a business owner. So these were in my thoughts. It was late 2010 that I filed the paperwork and my O staff, O for online and on demand, was registered as a PTY limited sales agency on Upwork or what it was known back then as Odesk. It's been a series of ups and downs through the years but one thing remained constant. I knew how to sell and I was building a list of testimonials which were attracting new clients to reach out to me and hire me as part of their team. Which brings me to today. After eight years as a business owner, providing mainly sales services, marketing and copywriting services to over 70 clients across 14 market segments, mainly cold calling and appointment setting, I'm in a position to, to share what I've learnt and to give back. I'm finalising what will be known as the Business Owners Outsourced Sales Kit. Still working on that in terms of providing a catchy name. But it will comprise of list building DVDs, how to get high value clients, which is a book, an e-book, uh, top 10 killer headlines that you can use to attract attention to your online sales page, membership into a Facebook group where I or my team will be available to answer any questions and provide help and to make sure your sales campaigns are successful. Now there will also be a number of bonus offers consisting of successful shared funnels powered by ClickFunnels, complete email sequence templates, complete Facebook Messenger 
templates, um, outsourcing techniques, and a special offer to the first 20 who purchase of five hours of telemarketing services by one of my team that you can use to either cold call prospects or follow up your marketing efforts to convert leads to high value clients. This special offer will be available on the newly revised recruitremote.com site. I'll be publishing a bit more about this and the actual um, offer and bonuses which will be part of the sales kit. So stay tuned, it's coming out very soon. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. For any comments or questions about this episode or past ones and suggestions about any future ones, drop me a comment on the Facebook page Learn Act Grow. Until next time, have a great day.